Morning prayer starts on page four. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, Harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 5 begins on page 347. Ponder my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. Hearken thou unto the voice of my calling, my King and my God, for unto thee will I make my prayer. My voice shalt thou hear betimes, O Lord, Early in the morning will it direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. For thou art the God that has no pleasure in wickedness, neither shall any evil dwell with thee. Such as be foolish shall not stand in thy sight, for thou hatest all them that work iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak lies. The Lord will abhor both the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, in the multitude of thy mercy, I will come into thine house, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness, because of mine enemies. Make thy way plain before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward parts are very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulcher. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God. Let them perish through their own imagination. Cast them out in the middle multitude of their ungodliness, for they have rebelled against thee. And let all them that put their trust in thee rejoice. They shall ever be giving of thanks, because thou defendest them. They that love thy name shall be joyful in thee. Thou, Lord, will give thy blessing unto the righteous, and with thy favorable kindness wilt thou defend them as with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 15th verse of the 16th chapter of Numbers. 
Then Moses was very angry and said to the Lord, Do not respect their offering. I have not taken one donkey from them, nor have I hurt one of them. And Moses said to Korah, Tomorrow you and your company be present before the Lord, you and they as well as Aaron. Let each take his censer and put incense in it, and each of you bring his censer before the Lord, two hundred and fifty censers, both you and Aaron, each with his censer. So every man took his censer, put fire in it, laid incest on it, and stood at the door of the tabernacle of meeting with Moses and Aaron. And Korah gathered all the congregation against them at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to all, congregate, all the congregation. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Separate yourselves from among this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell on their faces and said, O God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, shall one man sin, and you be angry with all the congregation? So the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the congregation, saying, Get away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Then Moses rose and went to Dathan and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spoke to the congregation, saying, Depart from the tents of these wicked men. Touch nothing of theirs, lest you be consumed in all their sins. So they got away from around the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. And Dathan and Abram came out and stood at the uh, door of their tents with their wives, their sons, and their little children. And Moses said, By this you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them in my own will. If these men die naturally like all men, or if they if they are visited by the common fate of all men, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord creates a new thing, and the earth opens its mouth and swallows them up with all that belongs to them, and they go down alive into the pit, then you will understand that these men have rejected the Lord. Now it came to pass, as he finished speaking all these words, that the ground split open apart under them, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up with their households and all the men with Korah with all their goods. So they all, <clears throat> so they and all those with them went down alive into the pit. The earth closed over them and they perished from among the assembly. Then all Israel who were around them fled at their cry, for they said, lest the earth swallow us up also. And a fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offending, who were offering incense. incense. Here in the first lesson. Benedictus says, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. 
Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 26th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Now in the sixth month, the, uh, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice highly, favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when, he, when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, <clears throat> The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was, was called barren. For God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to, you, to your word. And the angel departed from her. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, 
maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who has given unto us thy servant's grace, by the confession of a true faith, to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity, and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity, we beseech thee that thou would keep us steadfast in this faith, and evermore defend us from all adversities, who livest and reignest, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We have our lessons today, a kind of um, you know, apt juxtaposition of a very uh, significant act of judgment on the families of, of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, and then pat, matched up with the Annunciation where uh, uh, Mary says yes to God and, and fully receives his uh, will and word into her life and becomes the agent of the incarnation. And um, sometimes people look at the stories like this one that we read, it's, a, you know, it's kind of a brutal story, and, and, uh, but it's a story of, of judgment of ultimately what happens when people persist in rebellion against God, especially the people people who have seen um, God's work and will and, and power and decide to reject it. And it's sometimes a little bit of the, the you know, sort of contemporary sensi sensibilities uh, where people will say, well, I can't believe in a God who would do this. But 
usually that's to to impose upon God our own view of life, where we assume that people are basically good and and God is you know uh, sort of arbitrarily deciding to to inflict evil on people who really deserve the good. But the the reality of of the biblical revelation is that sin has separated uh, humanity from God. And it's by God's grace, ascending of his son, that we're now reconciled with him. But apart from the the, the acceptance of, of that reconciliation and the submitting of our lives to it, we live in, in a distance from him. And uh, ultimately, uh, th- that that um, everything will be will be finalized. That is, our union with Christ will come to its fruition, and those who are apart from him when our Lord comes, when the new creation is completed, will be the only place they can be, which is which is not with him because they can't stand the presence. And this this kind of the image of of um, fire that we see at the end of the story, where fire consumes the disobedient, and it's always been this idea played on in the tradition uh, of the fire of God. It, it it can consume, it can also purify. So this fire that descends, we can then think about this in contrast with the fire of Pentecost, where the tongues of fire came and sat on the disciples and did not consume them. We remember the burning fire, the burning bush that that consumed the bush, but the bush wasn't, wasn't burnt up. And so we have these two images of fire, one that, that, that consumes and one that purifies. And it, it depends upon our disposition towards God. So when we are, when we have faith in God, when we put our trust in our Lord, then the, 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 the things in our lives that aren't right, God comes in and begins to purify and work out and, and, you know, as, as gold and, and, and metals are purified in the fire. So we're purified, but we are, we become more essentially who we are. We're not destroyed. But apart from that life, the fire of God, there's nothing to purify. There's no life to strengthen. It's just, and so that's really the image of judgment is that when God appears, um, you know, C.S. Lewis picks this up in, 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 the, in The Great Divorce, where those who, who um, don't trust and believe and move forward in that trust and belief literally cannot walk in the heavenly country because they can't bear the presence and um, so, so the lessons are really with the, in the Annunciation, where Mary says, "Behold, the handmaid of the Lord; be it unto me according to Thy word." It's it's a quintessential posture for the Christian life of surrender to God's will and word. And there's kind of a a contrast between the the the, the murmuring and grumbling Israelites who are uh, epitomized by these people who who, who you know, receive a judgment. Uh, where they don't like what God is doing, they don't like God's plan, they, they think they can do it better, they want to kick out God's chosen and do it themselves, uh, where uh, with Mary, we, we, we see God coming to her, the very difficult proposal of, you know, of, of uh, you know, being pregnant and all the stories, we're familiar with that, and she says, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be according to your will for me. I will submit my idea of how things should go to your power and work in my life. 
And that's really the, the key for the spiritual life is this continual surrender to what God is doing, trusting that, that he knows what he's doing and he has the power and the sovereignty to bring it to pass in our lives. Sometimes our lives look a little chaotic. Sometimes it, it like, like it did on Good Friday, it doesn't look like uh, God knows what he's, you know, what he's doing here. <laughs> Uh, and we so and we're in the wilderness. And certainly, though the Annunciation is a glorious story, it led to a lot of wandering for Mary and the Holy Family and all the things they had to go to to go from Nazareth to Bethlehem to flee to Egypt to come back. But continuing to to abide in the Word of God, the Spirit works to purify and make holy, and not to judge and and punish. And so that's the, the spiritual life is we should be aware of. When we see these families, beware of discontentment and bitterness. Be beware of those things that sow those seeds in us, and think about what is God doing in my life through this thing. It's a different question than why is God doing this to me. What is God doing in my life through this thing? How how do I uh, follow the example of Mary and not the example of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram? So a few thoughts about today's lessons. And with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, 
that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Ed. Thanks for joining me this morning. Have a good Tuesday. Thank you, Chief Bob. Thank you, Mrs. Scarlett. Thank you. Bye, Bye everybody. Have a wonderful day, everybody.